Good morning. Welcome to Bethany Lutheran in Warren, Oregon. Today I'm preaching on Psalm 62. For God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall never be shaken. How long will you assail a person? Will you batter your victim, all of you, as if you were a leaning wall, a tottering fence. Their only plan is to bring down a person of prominence. They take pleasure in falsehood. They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. For God alone my soul waits in silence. My hope is from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. My fortress, I shall not be shaken. On God rests my deliverance and my honor. My mighty rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balances, they go up. They are lighter together than a breath. Put no confidence in extortion and set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God and steadfast love belongs to you, O Lord, for you repay to all according to their work. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Proverbs 30, verse 26. Conies are creatures of little strength, yet they make their homes in the rocks. A cony is a rock badger, also known as a hyrax. A rock badger is not like the badgers we know in America. Our American badgers are large, mean, confrontational fighters. But a rock badger is more like a rabbit. They live in mountainous areas. If an eagle swoops down to capture the little badger, he will hide in a rocky crag. When a lion is patrolling and prowling for lunch, the coney hides in the rocks unseen. If they should wander into the grassland, they're dead meat. Theologian Joseph Seiss wrote, Knowing their natural helplessness, they have the wisdom to make the rocks their habitation and are stronger in their retreats than all the powers that may come against them. So if you have the brains of a badger, you will figure out where your strength lies. In today's psalm, King David provides a model of trust in trying times. Psalm 62 is thought to be the greatest expression of trust, of simple trust, anywhere in the book of Psalms. Our psalmist goes from a personal declaration of trust in God to exhortation and instruction for others to trust in God to turning directly to God in prayer. Psalm 62 seems tailor-made for our current times. We see sheer meanness in society and our politics. 
commercials and ads tell us that we can only find happiness with more purchases of materialism. Women boast of the dozens of designer purses and shoes they own. They have their lips plumped, boobs enlarged, behinds tightened, eyes lifted and hair colored. Men will spend more than $100,000 for a pickup just to drive from their city apartment to their city office. <laughs> yeah, obviously he's spending a modest car payment for gas each week, but he can show everyone that he has the better toy. Our youth are drinking, smoking, snorting, popping pills, and giving their bodies and all sorts of perverseness, looking for joy and acceptance. And then we send them off to be analyzed and drugged because of their despair and hopelessness. And David says, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly forsaken or shaken. The Israelites often forgot this or ignored this, and it led them into trouble. God reminded his people of this when he spoke to them through the prophet Isaiah in chapter 44, verse 8. Fear not, nor be afraid. Have I not told you from of old and declared it? And you are my witnesses. Is there a God besides me? There is no rock. I know not any. And Isaiah 17, verse 10a, For you have forgotten the God of your salvation and have not remembered the rock of your refuge. Verses 3 and 4 of today's psalm speak of those who threaten the psalmist. How long will all of you attack a man to batter him, like a leaning wall, a tottering fence? They only plan to thrust him down from his high position. They take pleasure in falsehood. They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. These reputation records will viciously attack those in high places, perhaps a leader, especially when they are weak or vulnerable. Hmm. Kind of sounds like our presidential candidate debates, doesn't it? Verses 5 and 6 are a repeat of verses 1 and 2, except now they are an exhortation. For God alone, O oh my soul, wait in silence. For my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I will not be shaken. When David is blasted by the words of his enemies, he does not fight back with a storm of words. He is silent, not because he's cowardly, but because he trusts the God who is his rock, his salvation, his fortress. God is my hope, my rock, my salvation, my refuge. I know that. I believe that, and now I have to rest in God alone. Verses 7 and 8 are both a declaration and a plea to others. Oh, on God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, 
My refuge is God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. God was there for me, says David, and he will be there for you. God is my rock. He will be your rock as well. Psalm 18 verse 2 says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Now verses 9 and 10 reveal our weaknesses and wickedness. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balances, they go up. They together are lighter than a breath. Put no trust in extortion. Set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Powerful or peasant, you are nothing. You with riches, they will not save you. David's fortunes rose and fell. He had military victories, but he also had personal challenges and failures. He was speaking from experience when he warned, if your wealth increases, do not make it the center of your life. Verses 11 and 12 give the simple yet profound reason for such trust. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God, and that to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love, for you will render to a man according to his work. God is strong and loving. The Israelites knew that God was their only source of strength and perfection, refuge and hope as stated in Psalm 18, verse 31. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? Oh yes, God has spoken plainly, and I have heard it many times. Power, O oh God, belongs to you. Unfailing love, O oh Lord, is yours. In the quietness of your heart, remember these words. Scripture gives us seven characteristics of God as a rock. First, rocks are solid, strong, and difficult or impossible to move. God is our rock that never changes, always stays strong and solid. The world around us may shift or even fall apart, but never our God. Psalm 62 verse 2. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. Rocks can be a place of refuge or protection, like for the coney. God is our rock that will protect us if we are in danger or trouble, and he will hide us when necessary. Psalm 71 verse 3 be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. You have given the commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. And Psalm 84, verse 22. But the Lord has become my stronghold. 
and my God, the rock of my refuge. Number three, rocks are a strong foundation to build on. Sometimes we may feel lost, but God will always be our rock and foundation. No matter what storms come at us, he will never let us down or abandon his principles as a shelter for our lives to build on. Matthew 7, verses 24 and 25. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. And the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on a rock. Rocks are eternal. God is the rock that will never change no matter what. We can always count on God to be there for us and to help carry our burdens when we need it most. He is everlasting. Isaiah 26, verse 4, Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Number five, rocks can be weapons. God is the one who can fight for us. Just turn to his word when you are in a battle or standing against something tough. Psalm 144, verse 1. Blessed be the rock, my Lord the rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. And Deuteronomy 3, verse 22. You shall not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Number six. Rocks can often be sharp and can cut things. God is a sharp rock that can cut through the negative circumstances in our life. His word can be used to cut out things from inside us, like toxic habits or destructive emotions. Also, God's word can cut through all the darkness in our lives to help heal deep, festering wounds from within. God can cut away the unnecessary pieces of life, leaving behind a fine gemstone. Hebrews 4 verse 12, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Number seven, rocks can be used for building. Jesus is a cornerstone, the rock that joins together two walls. He bears the weight of our lives, binding us to God and joining all Christians as one. First Peter chapter two, verses seven and eight. So, the honor is for you who believe, but for those who do not believe. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. These verses can also be found in Psalm 118.22 and Isaiah 8.14. Even when he walked in the way of the Lord, David found himself in fear of death, being hunted down like an animal. Nonetheless, as we read in 2 Samuel 22, verses 1 through 3, 
David sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield in the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, and my savior. From violent men you save me. David knew where his strength came from. Badgers know where their strength lies. Do you? You have nothing to fear if you stay close to the rock of ages. In times of danger, always run to the rock. Amen. Thank you.